0: So we are back in Shumuel Bet, chapter seven. We are beginning today from verse fourteen. However, from verses one to thirteen was David's uh, desire to build a of Mikdash. He goes to Navi said Nathan, "I want to build a bit Says, "I want to build a of Nathan says, "Sure." Then Nathan gets a nevuah that um, Nathan gets a telling him that no, 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 David won't build the Bet Mikdash. Now we said. The reason for why David not going to build the Beit HaMikdash Is not really found here Okay The reason that we know of Is that his hands were bloody Comes from Divrei HaYamim Let me just find it Yeah I'll find it in the book Okay the, the reason that we know of That his hands were too bloody Comes from Divrei HaYamim Okay But does not come from our text Now if our text does not point out the the idea of, of uh, that his hands become blood that, that the reason he can't build a hamikdash is because his hands are bloody. Then what would be the reason according to Sefer Shemuel, that David can't build a Beit Hamikdash? Uh, hmm. What did he do wrong? First, let me read for you the pasuk from Devarim. I David calls the Shlomo his son. This is in Devarim, Kaf Bet, uh, chapter uh, Aleph, chapter twenty-two, verses six to ten. Okay, he calls the Shlomo, and he says, ani uh, im I wanted to build a bit of mikdash he, the word, sorry. And the word of God came to me and he said. You, you spilled too much blood and you made too much war You will not build my house because you spilled a lot of blood So let's actually first understand the Divrei Hayamim comment So you can understand the Divrei Hayamim comment in a number of ways The Divrei Hayamim opinion In which the reason that David is not going to build the Beit HaMikdash Is because he spilled a lot of blood Now what does it mean? Is it meaning he was too sinful so he can't build the Beit HaMikdash? <laughs> no so that is actually one way of looking at it You could say <coughs> oh, he's sneezing fit You could say that the Divraya Mim uh, Opinion That David could not build a bit of Mikdash Because he had a lot of blood on his hands Was for a number of situations In which he had blood on his hands Remember when David Caused the Koanim of Nov to be destroyed David uh, by Shaul David took responsibility And he said I knew um, I knew uh, Doeg was over there right? I knew that the Doeg I knew that Doeg was gonna, was gonna give over the Quranim. It is my fault, okay? So that would be one example of David. that would be one example in which David was, um, uh, was, was sinful and he had blood on his hands. Um, there's another example in which David had blood on his hands and that is whenever he was going out and he was on the Pilishti side of the fence, and he was attacking Amisrael's enemies. He would slaughter all the women and children as well, so that there would be nobody to come back and tell that David was actually slaughtering the enemies of Amisrael, right? So there are situations in which David actually has blood on his hands, and the final one, and the final situation in which he had blood on his hands is from the Bacheva story, in which he. That didn't happen. I, okay, but we're, it's gonna happen. In which he, he caused the death of Uriachiti. So there are multiple things, reasons that David has blood on his hands. Maybe because of these quote unquote sins, David could not build the Bet Hamikdash. Okay, the other way to understand the Divrei Yamim opinion, in which David did not build the Bet Hamikdash because of the blood, is because the Bet Mikdash should be a place of peace, it should be a place that represents peace. That's why you're not allowed to use a metal in the in the in the cutting of the stones of the Bet Hamikdash right? You're not allowed to use a, you're not allowed to use like a, like a metal because that represents war, right? So, because the Beit HaMikdash represents peace, even though David was not particularly sinful, he was very involved in war and you want to separate the war from the Beit HaMikdash, okay? So, that'd be the two ways of understanding the very, I mean, now, had nothing on his hands. so now, this actually gets back to the, the basic idea, which is the promise in the book of Devarim as to when we would have the Beit Mikdash, is whenever God gives us a break and God gives us peace in our land, that's when we will build a Beit Mikdash. The Beit Mikdash is contingent upon getting peace, at least in, Deva, in, in, in Devarim. When we're promised and when, when God then God will then God will choose the place and you'll build a of HaMikdash, okay? So the of HaMikdash originally was only supposed to be built when Am Yisrael is at peace. Yeah. And it, it seems like the real reason why David can't build a of HaMikdash is not because he sinned in that his hands got bloody. Well, that's what the very Amim says. But at least according to Shemuel, the reason is because there just wasn't enough peace. You know, the, the idea is to have full peace in your land and then you could build a of HaMikdash. In a sense, David is rushing into it because he still doesn't have peace. In the next chapter, peace, peace with your enemies, or peace with your enemies? No, peace with your enemies. That the enemies no longer are attacking you. That there is people are sitting and dwelling comfortably. Okay, that's what the, the need is in order to build a the mikdash. You need to get to that point, and we're not there yet. As we'll see in the next chapter, David still has wars to fight. So David is a little bit is a little bit anxious to build the Beit HaMikdash and you could say that the Peshat of Shemuel and basically it comes out like this according to Debrai Amim it's because he had blood on his hands and it was a personal reason according to Shemuel the reason would be that because it just wasn't the right time when it comes to Shilomo's reign he's going to have so much power and so much respect in the nations that his, the peace between Amisrael and the nations will be secure and it'll be time to build a bit of Mikdash. So that would be a little bit of an insight into the whole question of the why David could not build a bit of Mikdash, where we get the, the common understanding that it was because he had bloody hands, where that comes from, and what the Peshat would be according to Sifr Shemuel Okay, now let's continue he says your, uh, your son will build a for me and I will establish his seat of his, of his kingdom forever I will be like him, a father he will be like to me a son whenever he sins I will rebuke him or i will uh, you know I will punish him with the, the with the staff of men and with afflictions of people but i will Basically what God is saying is If Shlomo sins I will have to punish him But I'll punish him Like a father punishes his son In order to push him Into the right way Not I will not punish him Like I did Shaul In which I basically Eradicated his kingdom The lo yasur My My uh, My uh, My chesed My uh, Kindness will not go away from your son Like I took it away from Shaul That I took away Shaul from before you completely Your house and your kingdom Will be established forever before you Your seat will be Established forever And this vision uh, this, this exactly what we just read That exa- is exactly what Nathan Then turned around and told David Okay, so basically David wants to build a bit of Nathan at first says yes Then the Nebuah comes and says No, no, no You're not, You shouldn't do it um, I never asked for it I never asked for a, a house But anyways, you shouldn't do it Your son will be the one to build my house But thank you so much your kingdom will last forever and my, uh, my kindness will never leave your son. Okay? And we will see what David's response is. Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen. So Moshe points out a very nice point. What is the relationship between David wanting to build the house of God and God promising that his kingdom will last forever? And the simple understanding is that because David is trying to establish permanence of God's kingdom by building him a permanent home, then Hashem is turning around and saying, Okay, you want my permanence, so your kingdom will be permanent. And that, that qualifies David for having a permanent kingdom because his kingdom is, is after making God's kingdom permanent. So if, if the kingdom is making God's kingdom permanent, then God could say, you know what, let's keep you here forever. And that's, that's basically what the, the logic is behind that. Okay, Baruch Adonai Dodam, mm-hmm. Amen, Amen.